the meat in the Deadpool Walking Dead sandwich. There it is. (laughs) The Valentine Day. Valentine's Day love fest. Sounds delicious. People will be copulating copiously to the smooth, dulcet sounds of the nth cast. So much fellatio. You're listening to the Nth Cast, and this is episode 58. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Today, what are we talking about today? Uh, I felt like we'd put on our douche hat. And <laughs> <laughs> what does a douche hat look like? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. When, when you see it, you're aware. I mean, is it like... Uh, do you just go to the grocery store and get like one of those produce bags and just kind of blow a little air into yeah, it yeah. and put it on your head? Yeah. I think that would work. Or is it just a, well, it's just a sack? <laughs> just a, life, even, do a they lifeless even, sack. <laughs> do they even have, I mean, cause I mean, the phrase comes from bag of douche. I mean, bag of douche. Bag of douche. <laughs> it comes from bag of douche. The whiskey is flowing already. already. Well, no, I always thought those were bottles. I didn't think they were bags. I guess back in the day, it was a bag. I don't know. I've never douched. I've never seen a douche, I, so I don't know what they look like. You, you didn't look in the mirror this morning. No. Well, <laughs> I see. I see douche bags all the time. Oh, I looked. I looked upon the crowd, and I saw nothing but douches. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Behold the field of douches. Speaking of douches, um, <laughs> pride and prejudice. And zombies and douchebags. Dude, it's probably I, what it should have been called. Dude, I totally thought you were going to go to the Valentine's Day route. <laughs> oh, oh, did I? I thought that's what you were going to Speaking of douchebags, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you're going to need one. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Man. Sorry. No, I agree with you. It's, yeah, the more they talked, the more I was like, mm, you're so, a douche. So, spoiler alert, we didn't care for pride and prejudice and zombies. Uh, no, well, is that right? I, I didn't really care. I didn't. I, I didn't hate it. I could have. I could have not seen it and been perfectly happy with not seeing I, it. Yeah, I felt like it was. It wasn't sure what it was. Oh, it, that is like for either, certain. Either be a zombie movie or be a modern ad- adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. Don't try to be both. Because I felt like it didn't do either one all the way. You know what I'm saying? It didn't because I don't know. I don't know if if it knew what it was trying to do. Yeah, uh, and maybe again, I think that's maybe my main problem with it. But uh, you know, if you, I guess maybe I was going into it hoping, hey, maybe I'm going to see something that takes and gives a nice, fresh perspective and spin on a classic uh, story that maybe will appeal to a younger audience. And maybe they'll say, hey, that was kind of cool. Oh, it's based on this old novel. Uh, novel. Maybe I want to check that out. And maybe that'll start something uh, sure. for for y- this younger generation to kind of have a gateway 
into it's a gateway drug. It, it, well, you would hope. Yeah, that's maybe what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. I I felt like I should have done crack before <laughs> I went and saw it. Sure, I might have enjoyed it more. You might have liked the movie better. Um, I think that's maybe what I was hoping for. Maybe that's the main reason why I was disappointed. Uh, but then I've also thought too that uh, most of these, uh, uh, well, I'm going to call them kids. I guess I'm old enough. I can call this generation kids. Sure, because most of them are young enough to be my my child. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think there's anything we could do ever that would uh, capture their imagination enough to be interested in something uh, old and stuffy yeah. like classic literature. And maybe that's me being a little cynical, but you know, I think I've earned that right. Sure. Uh, and then maybe that, that maybe that thought disappoints me more than anything else is the fact that what, what can we do? Uh, and I don't want to necessarily, maybe we'll put a pin in this part of the yeah. conversation, but what could we do to get uh, this generation interested in classic literature. Well, it's true because the way that they view classic literature, things like Harry Potter or classic literature. And, and but, but it's not classic literature, but if you're going to read something, read Harry Potter. Sure. Don't read uh, Twilight. Oh, fuck no. 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 Uh-uh. Yeah. No. No. So, I mean, and I agree with you. I was really hoping that it would be a that it would be very true to um, Jane Austen's original book, which it was, and I appreciated that. And you could definitely tell that it was a Jane Austen, that it was based off of that novel. But I needed more zombies. I needed more things that kids are into today because I feel like they'll see it and be like, oh, that was kind of lame. There's nothing there I haven't seen before, so why do I need to go back and see anymore? Uh, I think you're on to something there because I think a lot of it was lame because it it didn't take us – it gave us a different type of zombie and some different mechanics around how zombies operate. Mm-hmm. But to me, there wasn't a, maybe this is just me being so overexposed to the walking dead. There wasn't enough gore there was, and I know it was PG 13 mm-hmm. and I know maybe it's trying to be pimp prim and proper. I just felt like, they could have really kind of gone for it, and they didn't. Yeah, I don't know what was holding them back yeah, either. And, and I don't know either. And maybe, and maybe I'm missing the point. Maybe it's, you know, we're we're looking at polite society, mm-hmm. and I get, I get what they were trying to do. Uh, they took the aspect of what the original novel was representing that in polite society, mm-hmm. all you have is your words. Yes. But in this, they're ass-kicking almost like ninjas that go off to foreign countries to learn how to kick ass and fight. Right. And I like that that was cool, but it took that element of using your words away and substituted it with kicking ass, which I'm fine if they would have struck the correct tone. Yeah, if they would have kicked more ass. Yes, I think think that's the thing. I I think it aired too much. And lean too much on the source material mm-hmm. and not enough on the ass kicking part. Right. Although I, I did. Okay, well, let's talk about some of the things that we did like. Okay. Uh, the intro was fantastic. That was yeah. That was my favorite part of the movie with the the kind of theater. It was like a, a theater slash like a picture show. Book. Yeah, pop up book picture yes, show kind of thing. No, that was fantastic. And uh, and there was a there, there was a very rich. Uh, a story because it was they were telling us a hundred year 
uh, time period story yeah. about how this zombie apocalypse uh, started and where they were at today. And I thought, uh, I was like, oh, cool. And old- but then how many movies have we seen where yeah. it starts off and it's like, oh, this is going to be yes. some cool shit. Well, like, uh, what was that one we saw? <laughs> Crimson Peak. The beginning of that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes in, you're like, what the serious fuck? Yeah. I mean, I still like that movie. Yeah. But to, and then Automata also, did that as yeah. well. Papa Lannister being the uh, the narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did such a good he job. Did. He has he a did. great voice. And so, and I, I liked too that, you know, in the in the original novel, the that family, while they considered aristocratic, is kind of on the outs, kind of like on the like upper middle class yeah. type of like the, the Bennets. Yes, right. Yeah, the, they 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 know that they they maybe don't belong there, but they pretend that they should be there. And everybody right. else is like, "Yeah, hey, we'll we'll pretend that you're okay here, but we we know, we mm-hmm. fucking know." Mm-hmm. So that their training, they went and got Shaolin training instead of which going. Is awesome, yeah. I like that idea. Instead of going to Japan and getting that training, which is what upper upper mm. society does, because right. apparently that's better. Mm. I I thought that was an interesting twist on how to segregate them, even though they're upper class. Where did you get your training? Oh, you went to China. Oh, well, I'm so sad for you. We could fight, but I would kill you. In an instant. No, that was interesting. It was. I liked that uh, kind of twisting. Yes. And 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 I felt like the backdrop of the zombie apocalypse made sense in the context of the story they were trying to tell. Yeah. I just. I, I felt like they didn't. They didn't mine the material enough. Sure. And I don't know. You 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 read the novel. I have read the novel. And so how did how how does it compare? Uh, with I, the novel, I thought it was actually very true to the novel. Yeah, which I was surprised mm-hmm. that it, you know, and the more I think about it, and I went back and read part of it, some scenes just to look, and it's very true to the novel. And I feel like it's one of the most true adaptations I've seen in a while. Like hmm. I, the hunter, the Hunger Games is, was a very true adaptation from the novel. I think this was right on par with that. Mm-hmm. So, but in the novel form, I think it works better. Because reading those words and being able to picture it in your mind, I think is a better medium than if you're just um, if you're just watching it on screen and trying to be entertained. And so I felt like the medium could have been better, like they should have taken more liberties, being that it's a film, okay, versus a novel. Okay. Now I will say, performance wise, I'm a big fan of Lily James, Cinderella. And this is usually the part where we insert some sort of crude innuendo. Yes. And I don't want to do that. No. Because she's very angelic, as far as I'm concerned. She is. She just she just oozes uh And she almost makes me want to watch properness. Downton Abbey. I'm not going to, but almost. I thought it was Downtown Abbey. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> downtown Abbey. Then go downtown. <laughs> no, I think it's Downtown. Oh, it's so hard to keep the the jokes. They're right there. I know, right? They're right there. Downtown. They're right there. We haven't sung a song in a while, so we should sing that one. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, there's, I don't know. There's just something about her. She's just very enchanting. She and was. I really enjoyed her performance in Cinderella and... Uh, uh, Madden, what's his last, uh, first name? Uh, the uh, Rob from uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. He played uh, the prince in Cinderella. Yes, he did. 
His last name's Madden, right? Yes, and yes, you're, yes. You're, you're trying to think, and you're not, it's not coming it's to not you. It's not coming I, to me. I see it. That's fine. The, all actually, I can think th- is the reins of Castamere. That's all I can think <laughs> when you say that name. I, I felt uh, there were times when in, in Cinderella where you could, her, her performance I thought was really good because you could see her actually falling in love with the prince. And it's like, yeah. okay, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, but no, she she along along with Matt Smith, I think, are the only two things that really kind of held the movie together and made it worth seeing. Not in a theater, but mm-hmm. made the time. Uh, I felt like the time was not necessarily well spent, but it wasn't wasted time. I think all of the sisters actually were did okay. a really good job because the scenes. I can't see past Lily James. Sure, I'm sorry, but the scenes where they're <laughs> where they're training in the basement and having like their normal sister talk. Mm-hmm. I thought that was excellent because they were they were they were talking shit to each other. I'm like, oh, you know, they're saying like you're a dirty whore. They didn't actually say that, but right, you know, right, 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 they would right. say it very prim and proper while they're trying to punch you in the face and you're blocking. And I thought that scene was very entertaining, and I thought all the sisters did a good job. Okay. Okay, but the, I think that family in general did the did the best job out of all the actors. Charles Darcy, uh, I wasn't real fond of him and his, you know. But that's who he is. So I think they they make it to where you don't really like him. Well, I mean, it's he's not Colin Firth. So I, I mean, if you're gonna watch an adaptation of Pride and Prejudice, you got to see the BBC version. Yes, you do. And. That's really the only version you need, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. And Darcy, uh, Colin Firth is Darcy. Anyone else that says otherwise is incorrect, wrong, wrong. Um, but I, I didn't really care for that guy. He's, he's just too gravelly. Uh, gosh, I had his name, I had it written down. But I didn't bring that piece of paper. Sam Riley. Sam Riley. Yeah. He was the Raven in Maleficent. Was he? Yes. I yes. Did not know that. Yes. Um, but no, I. Mm, no. No. No, because in my mind, it's Colin Firth or nothing. So he had, he did, he he did actually try to emulate uh, Colin Firth at times. I think. Sure. Um, and I mean, who who wouldn't? Uh, but uh, I, yeah, if you're gonna emulate any British dude, that's uh, who you should emulate for sure. Okay, and I just forgot that Lena Headley was in this, and and yeah. that's the other problem I had. What a wasted what, role! God, I mean, she wasn't having. I mean, if you're gonna have Lena Headley, she's got to have sex with a sibling. I mean, I think that's a prerequisite at this point. Um, no, what what is she? Why was she there? She looked badass with a patch. She did. That's it. Well, I mean, and the fact that her character, she's this all-powerful woman that slayed hordes of zombies on Maybe. her own. Yeah, prove I mean, it. what did we see? Her standing... Prove it. Standing over a pile of bodies, you know, uh, in that brief little flashback. Right. And that was it. Yeah. No. Then, then she, had her, she didn't have her eye patch yet. That's where right. she apparently lost her eyeball. I, I, well, yeah. I want to see some action. Yeah. Maybe they're saving that for the prequel or the sequel. Well, no, I think I, I think her story would be more of a prequel. Well, if you what about the end of the movie? Okay. So now I, I think we kind of have to get into the whole we can't talk about the end of the movie without talking about the zombie mechanics. I did, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of anything where you completely change all the canon. 
because there are things about zombies that are canon in every zombie movie. Same like with Twilight fucking up vampires. Okay, so what's canon? That once you become a zombie, you're a mindless killing machine. Right. And and so these zombies did not fully become a zombie uh, until they consumed human brains. Yes. And well, what the fuck? What? Right. They were able what? to function in society. You didn't even know that they were zombies unless they had eaten a human brain. And they were able to have very clear thoughts. They set up traps for people. They tried to trick you. I mean, that I thought was interesting. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, that was kind of cool. But that's not a zombie. No. A zombie is is mindless. Yes. Period. Undead. Story. Undead. Yeah. They're mindless. Yeah. So, so I didn't like that at all. And then the weird church where they go and they're feeding them pig brains. So they still have to eat brains, but which was very Twilight-esque as well mm, because they uh, eat let an, me, let, animal blood. Hey, baby, come back to my place. We're going to drink some rat blood and we're going to listen to all these cool records yeah. that I have. You never heard anything like this. Let's go spin the black circle at my place. Yeah. It's it'll, pretty. It's going to be real hep. It, it'll be zazzy. <laughs> real zazzy. <laughs> Oh, oh! By the way, no wonder you fucking sparkle in yeah. the sunlight. Right. You're yeah. a douche. Yeah, you're a douche. <laughs> you need to see what I look like in the sunlight. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. if you were a real vampire, I'd love to see what you look like in the sunlight. That would make me happy. Yeah, poof. Yeah, poof. <laughs> you would burn. But but instead of you going poof, you're just a poof. So yeah, that's, and so that's for our friends across the pond. Yeah, <laughs> and so <laughs> bunch of bloody poofs. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, so I didn't like that, and I didn't like it in the uh, the book either. But just that, I I don't know what well, about consuming a human brain causes a transformation for you to go from able to have a normal conversation, you just happen to be undead, to mindless killing machine. Oh, so did they? Uh, some of them were okay. So did your? So you still were in the sl- uh, slowed decom- decomposition process. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. So you could look normal for a while because I guess the process slowed down. But at some point, whether you ate human brains or not, yeah. you're going to start looking like you're dead. Yes. Um, I did like the whole carry and fly thing. That I was a good that idea. Was, I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, but yeah, okay. So what up with the whole... I mean, I guess they took the zombie apocalypse quite literal yeah. in the sense of let's now, when we think of apocalypse, let's let's tie that to Armageddon and yes. the four horsemen and the biblical account uh, from when, Revelation. Yeah, because when the four horsemen show up, that's when you know the zombies are going to take over. I thought visually that was cool. Yes. I liked so. that. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see... Like if I'm gonna hold that thought for a second, okay. But then the whole Antichrist thing, yeah, that so is like what, what, yeah, what? It's like they're mixing and matching stories. Why, why are you just? Are you doing what most people do with the Bible? You're just picking and choosing shit. Yeah, that's right. Just, yeah. That's right. Well, it says here. Yeah. Uh, this God. is what it says here. Context, people. Right. Just look at this one sentence. That's uh, all you that's need. That's right. To you don't need to worry about the rest. No, 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 no. Don't read that because that doesn't fit what I'm trying. How I'm trying to manipulate you. <laughs> <That's> right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So, 
Yeah, I didn't, I understand didn't quite that. understand who was supposed to be the Antichrist. Then I'm I'm confused. I'm confused. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm perplexed. He said he was the Antichrist. Which well, is I why. I remember that. And uh, did did you not see that coming from a mile away? Oh, that was so obvious. I mean, we knew that he. W- we knew he was a colossal douche to yes. begin with. Mm-hmm. And if you had read the original novel or even this... the, the You knew he was a douche, You yes. knew, exactly. You Come on, really? Really? Really. Was she going to... Was Elizabeth going to get with... Uh, God, what is his name? I don't know. I just lost it. It's not important. Uh, uh, Colonel. No, yes. not Colonel. No. Darcy was the Colonel. Darcy, yes. And he always corrected people. It's not Mr. Darcy. It's Colonel Darcy. Colonel Darcy. Get the gravel out of your mouth. Uh, you can't understand what you're saying. So I didn't quite understand the whole Antichrist apocalypse thing. Uh, and then at the end, I mean, the way that it ended, I was like, okay, well, that, I mean, I guess that's kind of cool. That's interesting. I mean, he's riding with the four horsemen. And he's got some kind of war club with spikes out of it. And yeah. He's going to take y'all to task, but, but why? 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 I don't. I didn't really. How understand did he escape his... that ginormous ditch that they dug? Yeah, and and well, okay. I need to tell him myself. Oh yeah. About about an hour and fifteen minutes in, I fell asleep for about ten minutes. You were alone, right? I was alone. Yeah, yeah. And what is it with you and seeing movies? I, do, I don't know. Okay, in the let's address this for a minute. I'm going to get a complex. <laughs> Seriously. I just don't understand. How does this even I've never work? once seen a movie with no one else in the theater. Not another soul. Period. I mean, when I, I, I think it, it has to do with our movie choices because it's been Crimson Peak. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, this one, Pride, Prejudice, and, yeah. and, and Zombies. I'm trying to remember what the other one was. I don't know. Uh, when we saw Automata, there was only like two other dudes that were really hoping to see Ginoids in there. <laughs> Not Automata. Uh, what was the one we saw? Uh, nah, because we didn't watch Automata. No. We, that uh, was on uh, Netflix. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. They rhyme. Yes. Rhyme. Similar those stories. Were, but those were Ginoids. Yeah, oh, yeah. Technically, those can were you Ginoids. Yes, you can fuck her. <laughs> and she'll enjoy it, too. <laughs> uh, if you've not seen Ex Machina, you got to see it. We're seeing for sure. You got to see it. Would you see that before you see this bullshit? I would I would put Ex Machina in my top ten. Just off the top of my head, I put it in the top top ten of movies last year. Oh yeah, easy. Um, I don't know where I would rank it, but that's not what we're talking about no. here. So, so I don't know how much more we have to talk about this movie, other than to say I'm not. Does I'm it, not. I'm not mad that I saw it. I'm just upset I saw it in a theater. Yeah, I mean, there's that. There's things that I liked about it <laughs> visually. I thought it was interesting because. But any period piece set in that time period would be interesting visually yeah. because of the architecture and the dress and, and the, yeah the costumes and, yeah and, and all I, that I thought all that was really well done. The one big fight scene that started off with slow mo, I thought was good. Yeah, with the four sisters who were, who were trained by Shaolin instead of samurai, just wrecked shop. I thought that was a good scene. Um, but see, we're not here talk. Even though there were some pretty good uh, fight scenes. Yeah. We're not remembering any of them. There wasn't anything about it that was memorable. And and that to me, when I walk away from something and it's a couple of days later, yeah. and all I can remember is the things I didn't like about it, and I can't remember like I'm sitting here now and I'm trying to think. It's like, oh yeah, there was that one action sequence where that was kind of cool. I remember sitting there, oh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool. And it's some sword fighting and 
but until you mentioned it, I didn't remember right. it. And so what does that tell you? Right. That tells you that I didn't enjoy it, and it didn't capture my imagination. It's something you've seen, the, you've seen it before. Yeah, absolutely. It didn't bring anything new to the table. Right. And, and maybe that wasn't the point. I mean, right. when you take something that's a literary classic and you mash it with something else, mm. uh, you're, you're not bringing something completely new to the table anyway. Well, okay. you could. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter did. Which and I felt like this. Do you think so? I did, I felt like it brought new stuff to the to well, the table. Well, because there wasn't necessarily a. Um, they didn't take any exist existing text right. and add to it. That was a wholly uh, originally written novel, one hundred percent. Yes, uh, original. Yeah, I agree. And then one thing I want to talk about that I enjoyed was Matt Smith. Yeah. Okay. As a uh, Parson Collins, <laughs> I thought he was the best character in the movie. Honestly, I can agree with that. Uh, he was in, he great was performance. <laughs> it's so funny, and just the way he talked, it's so over the top. It was wonderful. And, no, it was. And it the, was. Yeah, and I thought he, if he hadn't been in the movie, I would have hated it so much more. Like I, I probably would have hated it. But I, I can I can get on board with that. Yeah, but his performance, the comedy, and just the way he interacted with the people, and you know, well, he was a complete tool. Oh, the worst complete tool. Yeah. Which was awesome, uh, and and Matt Smith played that up well, oh, and and yeah. I want to see Matt Smith and more stuff. Yeah, and I'm glad that I got to see more of him in this. And I'm with you. If he would have been in it, I'm I would you, yeah I would have hated it so much more. And I'm I'm thinking back to how disappointed I was with how little his role was in Terminator Genesis, because we we were we we were we were kind of led to believe. That there was going to be a little bit more substance to it. Now, his character obviously was very integral to the overall plot. Yes, but he didn't. He didn't get to show his chops. No, he didn't at all. And which was a, a mistake, I think, because Jai Courtney, meh, hit or miss. I don't think I have anything else to say about this. I yeah. feel like it's time to move on. Maybe, maybe talk about a little bit more about. This whole concept of literary mashups, and sure. you know, obviously, we're. I, I think we're a little behind the curve from a. I haven't seen any more novels come out recently. I could be wrong. I think when this was written, it was written in two thousand nine, and then that was like really the first one, and that was uh, Seth Graham, Seth, Seth Graham, Graham Smith, Smith, yeah, that um, that wrote that, and that kind of kicked off this whole uh, era of literary mashups and sure. copycatters and people just trying to make a quick buck. Um, you know, it's, it's only, it, it's like the porn industry, right? It it explodes with parodies and, and, and it explodes with other things too. Well, there's yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and then he wrote uh, Abraham vampire, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter yes. after that, but that was uh, adapted into a movie first. So, I don't know, man. What? Why do you think these? There's been such a response uh, to these type of novels where they actually they're, they're literally <laughs> taking something from public domain, sure, and just using that as a basis and kind of throwing other stuff on top of it. And primarily, it seems that they're throwing. Monsters, werewolves, vampires, yeah. zombies. Because <clears throat> I, I have a list here. Uh, because I, actually, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies has a prequel 
which is Dawn of the Dreadfuls, and then as a sequel, which is Dreadfully Ever After. And I guess uh, the Dreadfuls, uh, refresh my memory, do you remember what that was in reference to? Is that to the, the, what they call the actual zombies themselves? I think so. I yeah, that's what I thought too. Uh, but th- there's quite a few of the... There's way more than I thought there were. Yeah. no, there's, there's like hundreds. Yeah. And I know there's like Sense and Sensibility and Sea, sea Monsters. monsters. Uh, Android Karenina is yeah. one that really kind of jumped out to me. It's, what the hell is that? Yeah. Uh, little Little Women and Werewolves. Sweet. It's like, okay. Queen Victoria Demon Hunter. You know, uh, J- uh, Jane Slayer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, but I, I can't see myself getting into any of these because I'm like, well, if I had, I've either read the original or if I haven't read the original, then I'm just going to read the original. But that that's me. And so I, I guess I'm kind of posing the questions. What, what is the interest in these? What is the, what do we think the purpose is of this? Uh, well, know? I think it's a couple reasons. Uh, one, it's a money grab. Okay. Because if you only have to write 15% of a novel that's already a classic, you know, and just attaching Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, you're going to get some people who are going to be like, yeah, I'll read that shit. Let's see what that's about. And the, but two, I'm hoping that it's people saying, like, yeah, I want to make this novel kind of update it and modernize it for people today so that they'll be interested in reading anything. Because I think reading is something that people don't do nowadays, and that we, it's a lost art. I don't know how many people I talk to that are my age that I haven't read a book since I graduated high school. I'm how, like, how the how the fuck does that even work? I don't know. Look at me being all prim and proper, but damn it. Um I don't I don't understand that at all. What what is going on? Why why are people not reading? I don't understand why people are reading. I mean th- I think it's just so easy to consume things visually and there's so much of it out there and they're making every fucking book into a movie nowadays. They're like, oh, I don't need to read the book, I'll just watch the movie. You think it's just because people are just lazy? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Without hesitation. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> to read a good book, I mean, it could, it'll take you a couple sittings unless it's just a really good book. And you're like, I'm going to read this until I'm done. A movie, you can consume a whole book in a couple hours right. rather than spending you know, the 10 to 12 hours it would take to read a book. Well, there's even there, – I mean, a lot of the popular fiction today – you could, if you were to just sit down and read, you could probably breeze through it in an afternoon. You could get it done in maybe a handful of hours. Yeah. But I, I, I defy you to read a novel that's from the classical literature uh, category in less than a couple of days. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, and I think it's very telling that all of the most popular books that have come out in the last 20 years, when you put them in a genre, it's young adult. <laughs> young adult. Harry Potter. True. Harry Potter. Um, not Divergent. Yeah. Hunger Games. Those are young adult novels. Not to say that they're poorly written or that they're not great storytelling, because those are great examples of good storytelling and good writing, but they're not the same level as what you would consider classic literature. Well, not not that there's anything wrong with any of these because those are all great series. Sure, and I say read, read. If you're gonna if you're gonna read, if that's the only thing you're gonna read, then, yeah, then read that absolutely. But you know, it just dawned on me: is it possible that people are reading to their emotional level? <laughs> 
That may be part of it, but I think is also, that a fair question? I think that is a fair question, but I also think some of those novels, a lot of people. Um, this is going to sound super douchey, but I'm going to go. Oh, ahead but and, you, this is this is. We've already titled the episode, yeah, and douchey or douche is the last part of it. So I don't think people <laughs> understand some of the novels that were written. Like they're not able to read them and comprehend it. <laughs> and it, that was super douchey. It was super douchey, and I but, I know that. But 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 I think it's also highly accurate. Yeah, because I don't, and I'm of course I'm not. I'm not a genius. I'm not more intelligent than anyone. Well, oh no, not by on. any certain. There are a couple of people I'm more yeah, intelligent than one or two. I'm one more intelligent two. than my dog. Sure, that's certainly important. more intelligent than my cat. That's important because my too. brain is bigger. Yeah. And when your brain is bigger than something, your dog can't read. No, uh, no, you you're gonna struggle with classic literature. I think that's part I of the think, point. Absolutely, and I think that's why we must read it. I think that's why we must take the time to go back and pick up a classic and get through it. And well, it's gonna be hard. At times. And I, I think we were talking earlier that for me, one of the hardest ones, and I, I, I started it when I was in my early teens, was Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. And it's just so dry. It is. But if maybe if I go back now, I could get through it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you could get through it now. It's, but it, at the time, it, it just it did me wrong. And I was like, no, fuck this. I'm not doing this no right, more. Right. But we need to be challenged. I think that's I think it's a big problem in our society that everybody expects everything to be so easy. Because well, because everything is made to be everything easy. Everything is made to be you do things for the ease of them. So in your leisure time, why would you do something challenging when you expect everything in your regular life to be easy? I'm not going to do something where I'm supposed to be relaxing and not doing anything challenging for this to make me think and to push me beyond my boundaries. And I think that's, I think it's a bad attitude to have because how are you going to better yourself? How are you going to make improvements or maybe point out some changes that you can make if you're not going to push yourself outside of your comfort zone? I think that's why a lot of relationships fail. Oh, sure. Because people think that this is supposed to be easy, and whenever there's a sign of struggle or trouble, yeah. fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah, because I don't need this. The saying used to be, when the going gets <laughs> tough, the tough get going. Yeah. But I think the saying now is, when the We're... going gets tough, quit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why you see kids nowadays, they're like, oh, soccer's hard, football's hard. They're like, okay, well, you can quit. You don't have to go. Yeah, yeah Fuck that shit. <laughs> I paid 220 bucks for you to play that. You're going to go to the end of the season, and you're going to like it. That's right. Well, you know, th- that's the main thing that my wife and I discussed with our kids is that uh, we want them to try stuff, you know, whether it's you learn how to play the cello or you play soccer or you do this, that, whatever. Whatever it is that you want to do, we want you to do extracurricular things. We want you to push yourself. I never want to push anything on them and sure. say, them, you have to do this. But my rule is that if you start it, then you need to at least finish that. Yeah. Right. And so we, we, we try to be careful not to pick things that are like super long term. Like if it's soccer, for instance, it's just a, it's season. a season, 10 weeks. If you don't like it when the season's over, don't play it again. Yeah. 
But if you start something, then you must finish it. But I think that's fundamentally that's the problem with, with and I, I fall prey to this as well. Is when I start something that is has an air of permanency. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like you're looking at me. <laughs> you're like, fuck, damn it, yeah. yeah. Oh, I well, don't I mean, want to do this no more. <laughs> to use to use classic literature as an example, the hardest book that I the book that I had the most struggle getting through was the Brothers Karamazov. By oh gosh, Dostoevsky. But well, because I, you were reading in Russian. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and just even the names—that's how douchey you are. There's so many characters <laughs> and so many names, and you're like, "Oh my, who is this again? What, what did he do?" Well, that that that's that's a lot of classic stuff. Is that there's so many different characters and yeah. things, and you, it's like, "Holy shit, I got to start writing this stuff down because I can't keep track of who all these people are." Whereas a lot, you'll see a lot of modern uh, stuff, especially here we go, young adult again. Yeah. They have very minimal. Uh, characters. Not that there's anything wrong with that, right. but it's easy to keep track of because sure. you only have a handful of things that you need uh, to to understand right. and track. And and it's easy. It's breezy. The chapters are super short. Oh God, that's the like when you pick up one of those books that has no fucking chapters, yeah. and you're like, okay, I really want to go to bed. But okay, so I'm gonna put my bookmark. As soon as I finish this chapter, it's like 15 minutes later. Right. Fuck. See, I don't have a logical place to stop. Those young adult books, <laughs> you can read a chapter while you're taking a shit. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's, you know, classical literature, that's not true. That's five or six shits for you to read a chapter. <laughs> but The Brothers Karamazov, when I finally finished it, it had challenged me intellectually in a way that I didn't know just a plain literature book could because mm. some, of the, some of the chapters in that book really make you question what you think and why. Mm. And I, and I didn't expect that from the book. And there was four or five chapters that I had to reread three or four times to even get a grasp on what I was reading and to really think about the arguments that he was positing in the dialogue between the characters. Mm. So I was really happy when I finished the book and saw the resolution and where he finished it. But it was a, I think that book took me six to seven months to read because I could, oh, God. I could only read it for about a week. And I was like, I got to put this down do and this. read something else <laughs> in between. But right. But I, it was one of the most rewarding books that I've read personally because I feel like it challenged me and made me think in ways that other books haven't. So you actually grew That's from person. the experience yes. of reading a book. Yes. And I think that's... That's exactly the point. Yeah. Well, that's why you read books. You know, there's all those those really popular memes about, you know, I can travel anywhere because I read. Yeah, fuck that. That's cool. I'm glad you can go anywhere. That's great. <laughs> but if it's not challenge you intellectually, you know, you're just living in fantasy land and it's fairy tale world, and that's cool and everything. But you, it's reading. I don't think should be always an escape from reality. Reading should be done with a purpose, and that purpose is to challenge you and to improve you as a human being. I agree with that. I agree with that strongly. I also agree that without reading classic literature. Uh, we are robbing ourselves of op- opportunity to understand history and culture in context. Absolutely. And that is absolutely critical to our growth as humans. And then passing that knowledge and that love for literature and history and sus- the, 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 how to interact in society to the next generation. And so when we don't do that, then we understand history and culture in the context of the novels that are written today. Yeah. 
oh, that's a scary thing. Well, it is scary that's to a think scary thing <laughs> to think what novels written today are going to be remembered 70, 80 years from now. Well, Harry Potter for sure. Yeah. And rightfully so. Absolutely. Rightfully so, because that's head and shoulders above most of the other young adult dreck yeah. uh, that's being pumped out. I'd agree. I, again, I don't have a problem with what I would consider uh, popcorn fare. It's light. It's breezy. Uh, it's a nice little snack. It kind of keeps the muscles warm, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really give you – it doesn't give your brain a workout. Right. It um, gives you enough to think about. Sure. And it challenges sure, sure. you a little bit, sure. but it's, it's certainly yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, okay, so I take the kids to the comic book shop. Yeah. And is there something you want to get? Get it. I don't have any – I don't care. I don't care if you don't have any money. I'll get you something. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to go out of control. I'll get you maybe one or two things. Yeah. It's again, if that's how you want to be engaged, and you want to, that's a whole that's a whole different conversation we don't have time for because sure. it's graphic, uh, uh, and it's a whole it, it it touches different parts of your brain. But it's a than, gateway. But into it is reading. a gateway. Yes, absolutely, and yeah. it's absolutely necessary. Sure. So. If we go to Barnes and Noble or one of those stores, which, you know, they're slowly disappearing. So I'm glad to hear that Amazon's actually going to have some physical stores where you can go and buy books. That'll be nice. It'll be interesting. I don't know if Houston's going to get any at any point. I would think it would. I would think they would at some point. I mean, the Woodlands makes a lot of sense to have. One Amazon store in the Houston (laughs) Metroplex, sure. The kids know that they go to the bookstore. They don't even have to ask. They want to get a book. Yeah. Then let's just get them. Whatever you want, let's go. Let's go well, check out every Christmas and every birthday. I always buy a book for my boys yeah, because, like, you know, they get enough crap, so they're gonna yeah. get a book for me. And so I ask them, like, what are you into? What do you want to read? And you know, Crosby, my youngest, is actually starting to read now. So Good. it's nice that I can get him books like at his level and like about Star Wars. Sure, you want to read a Star Wars book? That's cool, great, whatever. As long as you're reading, be about Star Wars Rebels. I don't care. Yeah. And then Landon is really into Big Nate, which isn't the best book, but I mean, whatever. It's cool. He likes to read it. You've got, you've got to start that. You got to feed that monster. Yes. Because you want that monster to grow into something that can't be sated. You want it. Uh, look at me, right? Actually, that's that's part of the point. Yeah. You read these things, your vocabulary is going to grow absolutely immensely. We sound douchey because we read <laughs> we, because we are. Because, well, there there is that. <laughs> but I mean, my kids can, know they can always interrupt if they want to read a book. I mean, that's fine. Cool. Hey, Dad, will you read to me? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, a thousand times. Yeah. Yes, I can. Yeah, whatever this bullshit is, you I mean, can wait. You mean that they would prefer you read them a book than play a game or oh, watch yeah. a TV show? Sure. What? Yeah, that's not normal. It's not normal. You but, might need to get them checked out. Well, that's for other reasons <laughs> for them. But yeah, you know, I've just put it into their mind. Like we read every night. That's something that we do. And whatever book you want to awesome. read, that's cool. We're gonna read it. That's so, awesome. Just like to read. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Because you're making productive members of society, right? Yeah. We we hope. We hope so. I'm trying my hardest. Well, that's Latin. Nah, he's an educated man. Now no, I really hate him. <laughs> Easy boy. We don't need any trouble in here in any language. Uh, so well, I lost my train of thought. Well, I mean, our <laughs> our main point. 
from I think this whole rant. This could be our allow. It me was to, a rant. Our allow me to retort was fucking read a book. Read a damn book. Jeez, like put comic book. Cool, I'm good with it. Yes. Any form of literature, read mm. it. Read something. Okay. Well, okay. What would you recommend? What would I recommend? What would be the first? Just off the top of your head. What? Give me an age. Uh oh. Wow. Okay. So pass it back. Uh yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Harry Potter. Okay. Um, if you're over like eighteen and over, I would say read a Song of Ice and Fire. Um, mm. yeah, that'll educate mm. you on more than one thing. Mm. You know, if you're into, if you yeah. weren't into bestiality and incest, you will be. <laughs> so, uh, read that. If you're gonna read a classic book, I, I think George um, R. R. Martin will be considered classic literature. Absolutely, at some point. he will. If you're gonna read classic literature, I would read. Um, uh, Three Musketeers, I think, is a good start. Mm, some Dumas. Yeah, Mutiny on the Bounty, I think, is a good one to start yeah. with as well. Um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I'll always Any H.G. Wells. Absolutely. Or Jules Verne. Sure. Excuse me. Um, White Fang, I don't know if you consider that classical literature. I do. Uh, you, you, we, we touched on that on our pre-talk. We did. What is classic literature? It's a tough. It is tough. Uh, because a lot of people judge it on the writing quality. I think it's, the, I think, I think that's it. I think it's the writing quality. And I don't think it's necessarily that it, well, enough time has pa- passed. We can now consider this novel classic. Right. It's not like a car. It's been out for 25 years. It's now a classic. Right. No, I don't think that's it at all. I think it is the, the quality of writing. Cause there were contemporaries to the books that we have now that still last, but mm-hmm. they, they're not in popular culture or considered classics because they're not. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, if you're in your mid teens, uh, one that really grabbed me by the throat was Lord of the Flies. Absolutely. And that is, ooh, that's, that'll a, mess up your ooh, head, dude. That'll make you think about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, 1984 is a, is a great yeah, one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Animal Farm, but you um, read that in school. But I, I, I would actually, uh, it's, this is funny and I want to tell myself a little bit here, it's but, uh, I read all of the Anne of Green Gables novels sure. and Little uh, House on the Prairie. Yeah. Loved Little House yeah. on the Prairie. Yeah. One Stuff of the first things very, I ever read. Yeah. And I would encourage, uh, any young lady to read any of the Ella Montgomery, uh, books because sure. they're very strong female characters. Okay. And that, you know, I, I think about that. You know, I want my girls to be like this guy. Yeah. She's a firecracker, ah. but she's smart. And, uh, and, and then of course the miniseries that, that was put out on that. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's actually one of my favorite miniseries okay. with, uh, Colleen Dewhurst and, sure. uh, Megan Follows, yeah. uh, and that's, that's fantastic stuff. God, we, what kind of, uh, what kind of episode is this? I think we're showing the lighter side here. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> we could do that. I mean, we we went hardcore in westerns for a while. We did. We so. did. We did. I mean, just, there's so many good books. Just start somewhere. I mean, Google top 100 novels. Don't read anything about Ayn Rand because that's what everybody's oh, going to say. Atlas struggled. No, you're going to struggle <laughs> trying to get yeah. through that. That's another one. Did, were you able to get through Atlas struggled? Yes. Uh, just because I have the mindset when I start a book, I'm going to finish it. And I can appreciate that. But uh, I'm not a big fan. I, I'm just not. What about The Fountainhead? Mm, no. And Thus Spake Zarathustra. I read that book, too. You know? It's, it's, you know I mean? 
It challenged me intellectually, which is the only reason I read it. I went through a phase where I read, I was like, oh, what are the top 100 novels that must be read by the time you die? And I read like the first 20. And I was like, oh my God, I got to take a break from this because <laughs> I'm just, I got to. But did, did, did you, were you expanded? Oh yeah. Uh, because of, because yes. of that experience, Absolutely. whether you actually liked it or not. Yeah, no. I think maybe that's overall that's the theme that we're we're at least that's the theme I'm sensing is that um, it, it's going to be difficult, uh, but it's no different than bodybuilding. It's no different sure. than lifting weights. That's painful, and your body uh, can only take so much before you stop. But then over time, what happens? Your muscles tear. Yeah. And they repair themselves and they build themselves back stronger. And yeah. so I, I think intellectual exercises are no different. Sure. The ones that really matter, the real ones that really make a difference are the ones where you have to actually put in the work and slog through some of these things because your brain has experienced something it's never experienced yes. before. And on the other side of it, you're going to come out more well-rounded and you're, you're basically, it's, 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 uh, it's pumping iron for your brain. Yeah. That's all it is. Like a Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. You have a sword and a whetstone. My weapon is my mind. There you go. Is and that- since we don't have the pill from Limitless. Yeah. Yet. We can't. Yeah, God, could you imagine? Oh, I can only wish. Oh, the things that I would do with that power and none of it would be. No. I think that's none why it doesn't it, exist. None of it would be clean. No, no absolutely not. No. Well, people ask what superpower you want. I always say invisibility, and not <laughs> not for wholesome reasons. <laughs> not for wholesome reasons at all. <sighs> did your mind go dark places? It did. Yeah, well, Lily James. <sighs> but anyway, good for you for getting a Lily James <laughs> sex joke in. Hey, you liked that? Huh? I did. Congratulations. Do we have anything else? We're gonna talk about some trailers. Oh, where are we? Yes, let's do that. Let's let's actually bring something nerdy to the table. Let's start with the civ- uh, Civil War spot from the Super Bowl. Okay, sure. S- super short, and it, yeah, it was what only forty three seconds long. Yeah. And now we're we're not watching these like we've done before. Yeah. We're just talking about right. them. Right? The only thing I got from that one is it looked like they showed us the teams. I, they did. And how did you feel about how the teams are broken now? Do you think that's the final like roster? What? Uh, no. Why don't you no. like it? Okay, let's. Okay, now we can be nerdy. The vision. You don't think he would side with uh, Iron Man? Well, no. I guess the vision would be very liberal. You think so? Well, well this, is, this isn't Democrats v Republicans, yeah? If not, no. How do you figure? There's no way Captain America would be a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know, right? I know, right? But it looks like yeah, we we're not doing this. No, it's not. moving no, I'm, on. I'm talking about I'm talking about the teams. <laughs> yeah, I, the vision. The one that was a surprise to me was Black Widow because she looked like she was on Captain. I mean, Iron Man's team. And I I don't see how that's even possible, how that would work in any stretch oh, but, of the imagination. But that's not going to be a problem. I mean, well, okay, so the Hulk is gone. We don't know where he is. Well, we we have so, an idea. We we do have an idea. Yeah. But so her fallback plan would be what? Captain America. Because there's kind of some sparks going on there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean she wants someone are who's you been saying that you chemically could, enhanced. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Are you saying that you couldn't bone someone because they had a differing political stance? Oh, pfft, please. That's not what I'm talking please about. Please don't tell me you let that get in the way. Oh, that's not even brought up in conversation. That's <laughs> it not shouldn't be. That's not a topic on Tinder. That's not that's not <laughs> that's not anything to do tell with it. Tell me, tell me what, what your political, political belief is. <laughs> Who did you vote for oh, in the last primary? Oh, that's the opposite of mine. You're going to get pounded harder now. <laughs> Who did you vote for in the last primary? <laughs> oh, really? Well, now we're going to have to do it in the front uh, instead of the back. <laughs> because that's what, that's, because <laughs> that's what your candidate does to me every day. <laughs> that's right. Oh, God. But no, I, just, I don't see why she wouldn't be on Captain America's team. Because she was on Iron Man's team, the way it was broken uh, out. You know... I I don't think that's the final roster. I think I think I think well first of all, why would they publicize what the final roster is before the movie even comes out? Yeah, this come makes on. Sense. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, leave leave something to the imagination. So they they want to lead us down that path of okay, here's your teams. And it's team Iron Man, team team Captain America. Hashtag uh, yes. Did you like all those hashtags? No, fuck oh my that. god! I don't. No. I can't memorize all these hashtags. It's too. It's I'm not too many. I'm not going to take a side in, a, in, a fic- in a fictional war. It's too many. Uh but what it did do is make me get hard. Yeah. For May, when when Iron Man had the glove and caught the bullet, you know, you could see the look of like his heart breaking on his face. Yeah. Yeah. It was all oh. well. That's what bleeding heart liberals, you know. They're gonna <laughs> stop with the politics. Stop with the politics. No, but I mean that. Just from that one scene in the preview, I was like, "Oh my god, Tony Stark! So, Tony I, Stark! I, his I heart is going to get ripped out of his chest." Oh well, that that's going to make for good drama. Yeah. I did see in a photo, and someone could have photoshopped it, where they took. And zoomed in on the shoulder piece of Iron Man, mm-hmm. and you can see the reflection of Spider Man. Yeah, in it, and I don't know if someone added that or not, but it's entirely he's, possible. He's going to show up in there somewhere. I'm ready, and I love the fact that they're not showing us any uh, anything about him. Yeah, they're saving that for the action. Do you think he's going to have a big role in the movie, or he's just going to kind of show up at the end and pick a side? I don't know. I would think that he wouldn't have a big role because they're just letting. I wouldn't think that Sony would allow him to be used heavily. Yeah, because this is a Captain America film. Yeah, and there's already enough. And that's the thing to remember. This is it has a very Avengers feel because they're all there. It's yeah. like, oh my god! But it is a Captain America film, so it's like it's almost like this is an extension of Age of Ultron. Yeah, really. And it's the same story. Yeah, sure. it's just an extension of it. And I know they're all connected, but that's the thing that's really throwing me off. It's like, okay, well, they're, they're, this is labeled as Captain America Civil War. But, yeah. and I know it's, that that means, I think ultimately what that means is that they're going to focus on him and it's it's at, at its core it'd be his story. Yeah. Which, and why I he's think, picking his side. And I think ultimately what that means Spoiler alert! Is that Steve Rogers dies? I would think so. I, I can't. I cannot imagine. And that Bucky's going to wear the Captain yeah. America mantle for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I believe that's. If you've happen. read the comics, that's not a spoiler. No, that's not a spoiler at all. I, I really can't see a scenario where that doesn't 
happen. I think so. And they really are building up that War Machine bites it too. I think War Machine bites it. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with yeah, that. Don I mean, Cheadle. I, 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 and it's weird because the emotional impact of that is way less than Agent Colson. Sure. So, I, well, we've met Agent Colson. So that it's may have true. been part and of he's it. He's a delightful man. He's a del- and he signed our autographs. Uh, very d- director Colson. Yes, <laughs> director. <laughs> Excuse me, not Agent Colson. So I agree that, that that preview, just the forty second spot. I was like, shit. Yes. Yes. When is May going to get here? <sighs> not soon enough. And but then, a- but then March twenty fifth is not going to get here soon enough for me now. And let me just tell you, oh, that the new trailer. For Batman versus Superman, so has, much better has made me forgot. I forgot. Look at me. Forget it has made me forget how to speak. That clearly <laughs> has made me forget all about the trailer that we bitched about. Ah, that was some bullshit. And why they didn't release this one first? Because I saw that as like fuck yes, I want to see that movie right tonight. And the end. Like and, you know, I like how they introduced Wonder Woman. Oh, and she gets about to time. speak. Yeah, I've known plenty it, of girls like you. Well, not exactly. It's like Gal Gadot, yeah. not Godot or Gadot. It's not Jadot. Shut up. I know it's Gadot. Uh, I was worried about the casting like of her. her Gadot all over my face. Right. No, I would Gadot all over her face <laughs> twice. <laughs> um, what, I was worried about the casting when they originally cast her, just because I was like, "Why she can't do anything but Fast and Furious?" But oh my god, I think she's going to do great. Yeah, absolutely. And then I loved in the trailer how you see Batman kicking ass at first because everybody's super worried. Like, is it older? Oh, yeah. He beat the shit out of them, he, the, dude. That that action sequence looks like it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. He was like pile driving people into right. crates, flipping around, just, kicking. Oh. I mean, he he looked like a badass that Batman is. And then the ending where Superman tries to punch him, and whatever suit he, he had on, he blocked it, and he kind of got this smirk on his face. Yeah. And Superman's like. And I was like, Whoa. oh, shit. Superman's like, what the serious fuck? And so Batman not only blocks it, but he's holding. Yeah. He's holding him away. The Man of Steel. With a sustained block. Yeah. And, and it doesn't look like he's struggling. He's just no. kind of like, what's up, bitch? And I'm like, how is this possible? Do you bleed? Now, Lex Luthor still concerns me. But Very much so. We're going to see that. Any anyway, yeah. and Edwin. what's gonna make Edwin? The, <laughs> I think what's gonna make this all the more special, all the more. Um, well, let me just say we're working on having some guests on. We are aren't to we? once we once we do our coverage of that movie. I don't, I don't, I don't want to spoil it just yet. But you can guess. But, oh, you can. Yeah. Any dumb, any dummy can put the puzzle yeah. pieces together, yeah. but uh, that's going to be good. It will be good. That's going to be good. Be I nice can't wait. As we get closer and get a little more details worked out and things hammered down, I'll be a little more comfortable saying for sure yeah. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But that is in the plan I am, right now. Yes, that is the plan. But you know, I'm I'm getting real sick and tired of us saying shit and then not following through. Uh, Speak for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. So no, that's going to be exciting. I'm really excited for that. Uh, we we stand on the eve of the movie that we've been waiting for. Yeah, most of our lives. Yeah, really. I mean, you think about it because Deadpool was created what twenty 
right at 25 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Can you think of any other, uh, I don't want to say superhero, but can you think of any other character created in the mid nineties that is more well known than no. Deadpool? Because no. really a lot of the characters that we know and love have been, have been around for so much longer. Yeah. So much longer, but he's really relatively new. Yeah. Him and, and like Jessica Jones is relatively new. She was in the nineties. Right. But, but I agree but with you. You ask somebody who Jessica Jones is and that's, and if you, you're not a comic book nerd or now have a Netflix subscription. Yeah. You, you, didn't you, know. you wouldn't know, but yeah. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody knows who Deadpool yeah. is. And if you don't, you're about to. Yeah. Dude, I'm stoked. Oh, I'm going. I, I took the day off. Did you? I took the whole nice. day of Friday off because, well, Steph wants to see it. Uh, the, hey, okay. And in order for us to do that, uh, you know, without paying for a sitter, we'll have to go in the morning. Oh, what a shame! Cool, yeah. You know. Well, that'll give you I'm a chance hoping, to see it again. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to see it again because you know what happens when you take your significant other. Or, do or, I? I don't know. I'm okay. It's like rhetorical. Yeah. I know. And when it's rhetorical, you don't interrupt someone. I interrupt people often though. You do. That's my job. You do. Go ahead, finish your thought. You should do a podcast called May I Interrupt. Yeah. Allow me to interrupt. And you'll just have guests on every episode, but then you'll only have them on for one episode. Right. Because they'll be so pissed please, that you interrupt them. Please. And sooner or later, they're gonna figure out that maybe I should listen to the uh, other episodes of this before I decide to be on it. Yeah. You should always listen to a podcast before you agree to be on it. That was a long walk for a short drink of water. Truly. What was your, uh, <laughs> you're going to see Deadpool again. Why? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh because she's not, the wife's not going to be able to keep her hands off me. I mean, it's a movie theater. <laughs> so you're hoping that there's another movie that it's only one, two people in. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. You know that's not going to happen but because you, that's not my luck. Yeah, well, sit in the back row just in case. When I want magic to happen, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't. There's another spot I wanted to talk about because I feel like really, I feel like you need to uh, say some things about it. Well, wait, hold on. We didn't plan on this. I know. This, this, um, feels, like a, yeah. this feels like this spur it's, of the moment. It's an ambush. Um, Jason Bourne. Oh. <laughs> Okay. 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 We know that we. It's well documented. Fuck Matt Damon. That Josh has a has a has a love hate relationship with Matt. Damon. I do. I do. But damn it, if this didn't look fantastic, all right. I will. I okay. So my I set my hatred of Matt Damon aside when it comes to Jason Bourne because he's Be- decent in it. Because he's decent in yeah. in who would ever believe that Matt Damon could pull off an action hero role. Right. And he did, and he crushed it, and I didn't like the one that he wasn't in. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I don't dislike Jeremy Renner, but that wasn't a Bourne movie. No. I'm like, what do you... Yeah. So, Aaron this, this looks like it may be the best one yet, and because the action... Dude, oh, is he jacked or yes. what? I really want to see this. Yeah, I really do. Okay. And I, honestly, I had heard that that they were thinking about doing it, and I guess I just kind of lost track. Uh-huh. And then when I saw the preview during the Super Bowl, I was like, "Holy shit, that's happened! It's our, it's almost here." You're like, "Fuck you, Matt Damon, for making me want to watch a movie I, you're I in." Did, I did say that. Yeah, I just wanted to, but I, I just wanted you to say and that's that. That's fair. Out loud. Yeah, that's fair. Is that this summer? 
Yeah, it's gonna be the summer. Oh, I can't. I, I I don't know it's gonna why be. I'm saying this, but I can't wait because that's it's funny. It, it looks good. It's funny it that good. we're gonna we're gonna do a, a, a Matt Damon movie on the nth cast. I mean, it's gonna happen. You think so? Yeah, we could do a Jason Bourne retrospective. Uh, okay. But that was, uh, that yeah, was the only I mean, other yeah, one I want to talk that. about. That's the only other one I want to talk about. Okay. Just because I kind of want to ambush you with it. All right. So next week, Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool to the nth degree. Yeah. And it's going to happen. That's right. So we hope you enjoy Valentine's Day. We hope that you have fine, you find time to uh, sandwich us in. Yeah. You know, cram us in there in between all the love. Making. Festivities, festivities, <laughs> all the copulation yeah. that's going to happen. Copious, copious amounts, amounts of copulation, copulation yes. Yeah. But uh, if you if you want to listen to anything besides the nth cast, we got, Ooh. we got a shit ton of other shows. You can yeah, and to. we're really only going to talk about two. Okay, cool. The, 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 the once upon a time. That's not till March. We, we don't care about that. Uh, right Fear now, the Walking, Fear the Nth Cast. Y'all finally got that episode out. We did. Well, we Jeez. had to We had to re-record the bullshit. I know you did. Because, uh, and even then, the quality was a little circumspect. We, yeah, we do what we can in the murder palace. Okay? I'm never going to be happy. This I know. <laughs> this, you're not even happy when you do it. So. That's true. <laughs> so, but Walking Dead is coming back. On Valentine's Day. That's right. What better way? I mean, oh my God, it's just this is like the best Valentine's Day ever. You I know. get Deadpool, you get The Walking Dead coming back, and God, there's going to be so much carnage. Oh, yeah. And I hope it's all Alexandrians. Yeah. Oh, we talked about that in, at length on our, Oh, I listen. We don't give a shit I about listen. any of them. We're, we'll be fine I don't if they either. all died. Yeah. I don't either. So, but it, that, the show that we do is called Fear the Nth Cast. Make sure that you subscribe Please. at nthcast.com slash fear. fear. Make sure that you automatically get those episodes as they drop because you never know when you might get another episode yeah. of Fear the Nthcast. Because right. we've been very infrequent, and that may change, that may not. I make no promises either way. Well, as you get older, the frequency changes dramatically. Is that so? Insert whatever you need to insert mm-hmm. wherever you need to insert it at. But the frequency does change. <laughs> All the rides are open. I am here to tell you. So what's the third show uh, that we want to talk about? If you are a fan of anime, and in particular anime, and Dragon Ball. Who wouldn't be? Nah, right. If you listen to this, you're probably a fan. There's a show done on the Nthcast Network by me, JD, Is and it? Steven the Brit. Uh, I, I think my favorite character is uh, Yoba Goya. Kay. That's my favorite Isn't character. Isn't that a, a yogurt? Uh, no, that's <laughs> I know. It's a, yeah, no, it's a Yobagoya is it's not a, a character thing. on Dragon Ball. No, it's a meat thing, isn't it? A bowl of meat. Yoba what about Goya? Nissan? Nissan is also a car. That's not a character on Dragon Ball. No, no, well, keep trying. But uh, Steven and I do a show called Dragon Ball. They did, man, that's a personal massage device. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that happens to be fairly popular with the ladies, from what I hear. Hitachi. Yeah, it's like a magic wand. Is it? It's like a dude. That thing's like an appliance. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're currently watching through Dragon Ball Super, which isn't in America yet. Uh, it's only in uh, Japanese, so we watch the dubs and then review the episodes uh, 
Not the the subs. Could not the you dubs. get any more douchey? You could. Well, could you? We do the subs, not the dubs. So oh. we hear the original Japanese oh. and then read it. Oh, the new Dragon Ball Super's out. Have you seen it? Well, well no, I haven't seen it. Oh, well, that's because it's in Japanese. Uh-huh. And I've seen it. Yeah. It's only subbed, so you have it, to understand. It's Japanese. fantastic, but I'm sure you wouldn't be able to understand. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to. Uh, Understand? No, I mean you could maybe understand it if you dyed your hair blue first. But (laughs) yeah, well, even then, blue—that's Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan—is when your hair. All of it's gay, and I'm just Super Saiyan. <laughs> but uh, you can listen to that show. We just finished episode 28, and uh, there's a new arc. Episode 20. Oh, okay. Episode 28 of Dragon Ball Super. Right, but there's episode 18 of the podcast. Yes. Okay. Um, there's a new arc that hasn't been covered in any movie, so it's all new material that nobody has seen yet. So it's kind of exciting if you're a fan. Is like, this like Ark of the Covenant? They or do like Noah's Ark? They call them story arcs, and so it's like a basic, oh, so like, this is the villain, arc. or this is what they're trying to accomplish in this arc. So it's a brand new arc with Shampa who is Beerus's um So was it so how does twin. all this work? Did it just it's just it sounds like it's just a bunch of angry dicks going around fighting each other all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm not watching it then. No, I don't know it either. You, fantastic. you would love it. You would. You would love it. I keep telling you you would love it if you watched it. I, I t- I've had a nickel for every time I've said that. I know, right? Oh, you'd love it. Yeah, just, you just love trust watching. Me. You'd love watching the dicks fight. That's what you. <laughs> you're into dick fighting. But you can subscribe to that nthcast.com slash dbz dbz. And so that drops every uh, every Tuesday. It's the most popular show on the network for now. For, oh, for now. Oh, ooh, yeah. yeah Challenge fear, accepted. Fear the nth cast. I have the feeling it's going to come roaring back. I hope so. Knock I, it from its perch. Because I'm on both, so it's totally cool. Oh. oh. Oh, so is that the common common denominator there? No, no, no. I just want more people to hear me talk. Oh. And that's what I'm saying. Oh. Because Just because you like to hear the sound of your own voice doesn't mean other people like to hear right. it. That's true, but if they listen to our shows, they have zero choice. Well, we've come to that time we have. where we have nothing else left to say. That's true. And so what do we say when we have nothing else to say? What we say is, if you're going to do anything, do it to the nth degree. Oh, no, that's next month. Oh, well. That's, it's at March 13th. or No, it's March 14th, right? Mm. Yeah, March so 14th is. Cunning linguist. That's what it is. Are you a, did you just say that you're a cunning linguist? Yes, I am. Um, so I've been told. <laughs> well, we're, this podcast is full of nothing but cunning stunts. That's true. So <laughs> do, you, do you like how I had to really like it. process? Cunning stunts. <laughs> I really had to. Ooh. It's like trying to say puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Three times. Puppy fast. monkey baby. Puppy Doesn't monkey work. Baby. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> well, you actually did it. Yeah. I'm impressed. That's the only time I enunciate anything correctly is when we're not recording, but we are recording. But we are recording. Yeah. We have been recording. And this is B roll. <laughs>